0: Well, hey hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller podcast. This is episode number 507, and today I'm going to be sharing with you the full story, the story that I really haven't shared in detail, and that is how I created a six-figure digital products business, and I'm going to give you the lessons learned all the way through. And this is going back 2007, 2008 is when it all began, all the way back, and I know that because my daughter is 10 now, and we started right around that time, and at the time, my wife and I were running a photography studio out of our home, and, and I'll, I'll talk more about that in this because it definitely ties together, and it's one of the reasons why we started the online digital products business and kind of how it all happened, but I want you guys to understand that I'm sharing this story with you because I want you to see that things that you're doing today are creating skills and assets and things that you can then use in the future, All right. Now, a perfect example of this is when I was starting this digital products business, I had no idea about building an email list or an audience or like digital products, how to create them, like eBooks, like none of that stuff, totally brand new. All right. And once I learned all that stuff by trial and error and, you know, what worked, what doesn't work, and I'll be sharing with you my little formula that I feel works now that I've done it a few times, but... When when I'm doing that stuff and when you're learning that stuff, it's preparing your, you for the next thing, right? So if I didn't have all those skills that I had created or that I'd learned, it would have been a lot harder or I might not have even, even seen the opportunity to even start this podcast and, and all of that stuff. So I learned so much from that and then now I just kind of brought that over to what I'm doing today. And again, if I didn't start selling on eBay, and if I didn't start seeing that physical products were selling for me there, I would have never thought about Amazon. See, it was a it was a a sticking point for me or a I guess a frustration that every single thing I sold on eBay I had to ship. When I heard Amazon FBA, that got me excited. Then once I had the experience and uh, you know, like the aha of holy crap, like I can ship stuff to Amazon now and I've you know, I proved it to myself. I'm like, maybe I should share the story. And you're gonna hear today that because of my past experience with sharing my story with the photography world and then building a six-figure business there, I knew that there was potential. Now I had no idea if you know anyone would listen. I had no idea if I would ever sell a product. And I didn't, at that point, I didn't care. And you're gonna hear why in the beginning, whenever you are going down this road, you should not be going after it for just the money. Okay. That I want to be very clear with. When I started the podcast, I had no idea if it would ever be monetized. Okay. I thought that if there was people that were listening, there's a good chance you could, you could do all different things, all different kinds of things. And you'll hear that in my story, what happened in 2007 and 2008 and why I knew that this was a possibility, but it didn't, there there wasn't a, a, a sure thing. And it wasn't like, if it doesn't happen, you know, it's going to, I'm going to be devastated. No, it was like, I want to be able to help people in this in this market. So let me go ahead and take what I did over here and see if I can do it over here, and then I can actually reach a bigger audience. Because in the photography space, I was uh, starting to see that we were in in kind of like the niche that we were in. We were kind of uh, in a small pool or a pond, if you will. So I knew that business wise, I could share more business stuff, um, and I knew that in that market, it wasn't really a big enough market for me to you know, really give what I wanted to give, which was talk more about marketing, more more about what's happening on the podcast, actually, right now. Um, Even the past three years, talking about like business in general has been phenomenal. And it's really satisfied me, but also satisfied me that I know I'm helping other people. But in the same breath, You know, I know there's even more, and that's why today, that's what I want to share with you. Now, the main reason I want to share this with you, though, is because I want you to, well, a couple of different things. Number one, I want you to see that what you're doing today is building up your skill set for what you will be possibly doing in the future. All right, that's number one. Number two, I want you to think more about the market that you are either currently in or the one that you're looking for, or if you're in the very beginning stages right now of trying to find that product, right? I want you to switch gears a little bit and start thinking about the market. And when you're listening to this story on, on how I talk about how we discovered the market that we were in to build this six-figure digital products business, you're going to see how it kind of all Came together, and again, it came from something that was in our past that we were currently doing. And I want you to to think about your own situation right now. What right now, after listening to this story, what what can you think in your own mind or in your own life where you could apply this? And this may pertain to you now, and it may not. Keep it in your back pocket because I'm telling you right now, if you can take a digital product and a physical product and take those and bring them together along with content and building an audience and all of that stuff, game over. Like you are, you are onto something and there's something that you can create that'll be super fulfilling, but then also you'll be able to build a real full out brand that you could potentially sell. If you ever want to, you may just want to keep it forever because you love it so much. All right. But just understand if you can take those two and bring them together, game over. All right, because you are going to be able to go out there and dominate, and you're going to have fun doing it. All right, so let's uh, let's get started. Actually, before I do get started, let me give a little shameless plug here because it makes total sense here in this situation. Uh, we recently created a training called Product Discovery Bootcamp, and this training will take you through the entire process of finding your market. And even finding a sub market. So even if you currently have a brand and you want to expand that brand, that's what we do there. You actually look over my shoulder. I start from scratch. So I really documented the entire process of me going in blind in a sense, starting from scratch and then discovering markets and then finding the market that I wanted to go into finding three to five products. And you look over my shoulder, my shoulder and Chris's shoulder, Chris Schaefer, that is we did it together and, uh, and we didn't know where it was going to lead us when we started the training until we got done. And that was the idea, is for you to watch the exact process and also how we talk so much about building a brand with supporting products, all right? To me, that is the future. And that way there, you can build a business that you can build a brand in. And then from there, it becomes so much easier because then all your focus goes on just really satisfying the brand and figuring out ways that you can go out there and reach more people with your current products. All right. So that's product discovery bootcamp. You can find that at the amazing seller.com forward slash bootcamp. All right. So that's the amazing seller.com forward slash bootcamp. All right. Check that out. Oh, and the show notes can be found at the amazing seller.com forward slash 507. All right. So let's get started. Like I said, the story goes back to 2007, 2008, somewhere in there. And um, my wife and I were running a photography studio. So, you guys that don't know the full story, episode 300 does give you like my full story, but in about less than an hour. (laughs) So, there's a lot of twists and turns. Um, And I talked about the digital products business, but I didn't go deep into it. And I'm going to really go deep today. But I wanted to give you a little bit of the backstory. So, to make this kind of quick I'll kind of run through it if you missed episode 300 check that out it tells more uh, but we started a photography business as I was working um, my construction job and uh, we grew that into a successful business over uh, over <laughs> over the years the first few years were not successful I mean it was successful in a sense that we I wasn't working for my my father's company anymore but we were still kind of living paycheck to paycheck growing the business um, some some years we didn't know if we would be able to, to continue because uh, we just didn't think that it was going to work and then we we stuck to it and we built ourselves a nice name in our area and we did it and we grew that to a six-figure business but again it wasn't easy we had to kind of you know build a build up our clientele base and all that stuff um, and then also what I did was I started a film transfer business alongside that because a lot of my customers were saying that they wanted me to transfer old film or even slides for uh, slideshows for 50th wedding anniversaries or even just weddings coming up and stuff for you know the kids you know when they were young to where they're adults now and all that stuff. So I was like, you know, I should probably just add that as another line to our to our business. And we did. And it, it was nice. It added some more revenue. But I also discovered that I needed equipment for this. And uh, I started to create uh, these, uh, these devices that would help me transfer the film because when you're transferring eight millimeter old reel to reel film, silent films, and it's not like you can go into like Best Buy or Target and and find these things. It's kind of like a beta machine or a, uh, VHS machine. Like they're really hard to find now. You can't go into Target or any of them. And by the way, if you have a VHS or a beta and it still works, you might want to sell that thing. If you want to make a few extra bucks, if you got one laying around, just saying, um, cause, uh, they will sell on eBay. But anyway, so, uh, You know, so I'm in this film transfer business. Uh, I seen that there was a device needed. I went ahead and was doing some research and I found that some people were making stuff that was kind of working, but then was flawed. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and try to find one that works for me so I can make it easier for when I'm doing this. Long story short, I figured it out. I started building them from old projectors and then kind of putting all the parts together, buying some parts even at Home Depot and stuff, buying some certain lenses like these giant like five inch lenses, uh, magnifying lenses that would actually uh, allow me to shoot my video camera through it and pick up. It's just a big complicated thing, but it worked. All right. I figured it out and then I started selling them on eBay. All right. To really supplement our income. Like I said, we wanted to supplement our income and this was a way to do it. And so it was great. You know, I made good money at it. You know, you'd sell like one a week or sometimes even two make 600, you know, profit. Not bad. Right. But I was still you know, trading, you know, the old time uh, for dollars, right? So then I started hearing about online digital product type stuff, or at least selling something or creating something once and selling it, you know, for a long time. And I started thinking, I'm like, you know, we're in the photography space. I wonder if people would want our digital templates. We have templates that we make for our customers around the holidays, especially like holiday cards and stuff. We've even done uh, some where we do like these digital creations, we call them now, uh, where we would actually, you know, shoot, uh, not shoot, but take pictures um, of, of a kid like an Angeti's style. And we would then put the baby on a flower or we would, you know, we would put the baby uh, inside of this uh, this fairy tale set. Right. And we used to have a lot of that stuff in our studio, which we, we would spend two thousand dollars on a backdrop, having it hand painted. And I'm like, you know, if I could create these things, people would probably want them, especially in a digital form. That'd be pretty cool. So what did I do? I went ahead and I put uh, some of our best ones on a CD. Back then it was CD, and uh, and I started to sell them on eBay, and I was selling them. I believe like 19.99, or maybe it was 24.99. It was something like that. I forget now. And they started selling. I remember the first one that sold. I was like, wow. I said to my wife, I said, Lisa, I go, wow, that's awesome. Like, that's awesome. Imagine if we could sell five of these a day. Like, that'd be amazing, right? So I started doing the math again, kind of like the hundred dollars a day, right? And and I'm like, that would be that would be great. Well, we started to do that, and I'm like, that's crazy. And then after I was selling these, I started to uh, get these questions from people saying like, these are awesome and everything. Can you show me how to cut the kit out? You know, can you show me in Photoshop how you do these? Um, I'd I'd really like that. So I started thinking, well, maybe I should start showing. So I started creating a couple videos here and there. Then I started getting questions of people saying like, you know, I I noticed that you're a photography, uh, you know, business, Uh, you know, how did you start? And I'm like, you know what? I said to my wife, maybe because we don't have any formal education in photography, maybe, I could go ahead and share our story with people, help people again, uh, because I would have loved that if we were starting because back then, even when we started, it wasn't even digital is uh, you know it was thirty five millimeter or large format and uh, and so we didn't really have YouTube and stuff like that. so we had to learn from books and stuff. But then as YouTube started, I'm like, maybe we could share our story. Maybe I could you know help people and and who knows? maybe eventually, Someone would want us to, or want, want to hire us. I thought maybe like a consulting type thing, you know, uh, had no idea if it would actually turn into a digital product thing. So we, we were selling them on eBay. People were, uh, you know, enjoying them and everything. And then, uh, I said, you know what, let me just share my story. So my first video, and I wish I could find that video, but my first video that I shot was just me. I think it was even a slideshow that I put together and it was just telling the story, of me being in construction and then my wife and I wanting to work for ourselves, my wife having uh, somewhat of a passion for photography, not having any formal training, and then from there, we built our business to where we were able to support our our family. And that was the story. At that point, that was it. Like, that was the whole story. And now you guys know my full story. It's changed, right? There's a lot of things that have happened since that. But I never would have been where I am today if I didn't do that, all right? Because, you know, who knows where I'd be right now. Who knows? Maybe I'd be doing something else that I'd be excited about. I don't know. But right now, that's where it led me. So I started sharing that. And I told people, I said, do me one favor. I said, if you could just leave me a comment and let me know what's your number one question that you would have about starting your own photography business. And then I started getting questions. And I think back then I had about 100 questions over about probably around 20, 30 days, something like that, you know? And, uh, and it was great because, you know, people were leaving questions. And I think what I did too, I think what I did, I forget who suggested it, but I think what I did was I said, if you leave a question and if I ever do any training, um, I'll give you either a discount or I'll give it to you for free or something like that. I just wanted engagement and I wanted real people to tell me what their concerns were, what they were, you know, what they were needing help with. And so what I ended up doing from there is I started to post videos to help them in those things. Some were Photoshop related, which again I was self-taught in Photoshop. So I, you know, I would help them with Photoshop stuff. Then I would show them how we would do like a digital cutout and a digital creation, as we call it, where we would make it like an Ann Getty style with a newborn baby on a on a flower uh, of some kind or or you know some unique prop of some kind. And my wife was really good at you know the eye of photography and really tastefully done as far as like an Ann Getty style, but then also her own unique style. And people really started to uh, gravitate towards that and they really wanted more of that. So anyway, we started to do this a little bit more consistently. And I had no idea where this was going to go. Then as I was getting into the online space, I started hearing about building an email list. This is going back 2007, 2008. And I'm thinking to myself, Okay, uh, I guess I should build an email list. And I was already doing it in my photography business, but not really knowing what I was doing. I didn't have like an autoresponder or anything. Uh, So I started building a little email list. And it really was, I believe it was just if you want more free videos like this one, you know, put your name and email address in, something like that. It wasn't even like that great of an offer. It was just like if you want more videos like this one, you know, so it wasn't like anything special. And over, I think, about four to six months we built that email list to about a thousand, only a thousand people. Okay. And I say only, I mean, a thousand people is a lot of people, but in you know today's world, a thousand is small, but you're going to see here in a second, you're going to hear why this is so crazy on what a thousand emails that are getting value that know, like, and trust you, what that can turn into. It's incredible. And that That day, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but that day that it happened for me and I said, aha, like, holy cow, like, this is crazy. I can't believe this is happening. Changed my mindset, but it also changed my life. Um, And it's changed a lot of other people's lives now because I'm sharing that. And I have been now for the past, you know, over 10 years in different spaces, not just in the Amazon and the e-commerce space, um, because now people understand the power in it, especially if you do it right. All right. So uh, let me get to it. So built that little email list. I'm constantly putting out videos. I say constantly, like one a week, and I would get people that would, you know, ask another question and I would post another one. Here's another video. So I, there's nothing to buy. Um, I had my digital stuff on eBay, but I don't even think I mentioned it. Um, I think I just, you know, if they wanted to look for it, they did. And that was still going Okay. All right. So then I started to hear about this thing called product launch formula. Now, this was going back again, like I said, 2007, 2008, uh, maybe even into 2009. And uh, that was Jeff Walker. Now, Jeff Walker is still the product launch guy. And it's that process still kind of works, but I don't really use that model anymore. Um, But The the formula itself still kind of works. And really, it's about giving value is really in a nutshell, giving value, getting people to know, like and trust you and then making them an offer like that's basically it. But the formula is really like three videos. And you've probably seen this and, you know, you'll probably keep seeing it because people are still going to use it. And I think it's overused in a lot of markets, especially if you keep repeating it. But it's like, you know, you give out three videos of free content and then the last video is like, you know, here's an offer right? That's the formula. Well, I decided to give it a try. This is again, back in the day. Okay. So I'm like, I got really nothing to sell, but I'm like, what do they want? So I asked them, I surveyed my thousand people and they all said, we would love to have, uh, you know, you show us exactly how you and your wife started your business. And we would like more training on these, these digital creations that you are creating and that you're using. And uh, we would love that in some, in some marketing stuff. And I'm like, "Cool. All right, we can probably do that. I've never done it before." So I thought, "You know what? Let me do this. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to outline every single thing that we did from start to where we are now. And this is in the photography space. How we went from, you know, nothing on the map to a uh, very successful in our area brick and mortar photography studio. And just to let you guys know, like we had we were kind of in the middle of the road. We had like Sears was doing pictures, right? For like 10 bucks, all you can, all you can eat kind of thing. Right. Or all you can have, like they would give you like a hundred different pictures of that one pose. And then you had another place near us called country studios. And that place was like 1500 bucks. Um, they would have you come in. It would kind of like a sales process, right? We didn't like that. We'd been there. We didn't like that process. And that's where we kind of found our, our place was in the middle. Right? We gave people a really high-quality product. We gave them time. They loved it um, because their kids enjoyed coming, which was big, um, and uh, we didn't pressure them. Right into buying, and we delivered a great product, um, and they just got to know, like, and trust us in our business. So when they came to the studio, they knew who they were getting. All right. So just to kind of just put that out there, that's what we were, um, that's what we were doing at that time. And again, it kind of goes into us telling our story. So I basically said, let me just outline everything and share. If I was going to sit down at the table across from you and say, if I was going to start over today, this is what I would do, and this is what we did. And as I was doing that, I started to see that a course was kind of being created right in front of my eyes because as I'm going through this, I'm like, okay, that right there, that chunk needs to get done first. So let's focus on that. The next chunk is this. The next chunk is this. So I started chunking it down and you guys all hear me talk about that. Anyone that's attended one of our workshops, you you always know that I talk about chunking things down and that's what I did, right? So I started chunking it down and I said, you know what I'm going to do? Here's what I'm going to do. I had no idea if anybody would buy a single thing from me, uh, as far as training goes, I knew that they would buy my digital creation stuff, you know, the Photoshop stuff, but I didn't know that they would buy business related stuff. So I said, let me do this. Let me take this outline, make it prettier. Right? I'll clean it up a little bit and I'll just give it away right? As like everything that I would share with them will be in this thing and it'll give them details, but it won't be like looking over my shoulder type stuff, but we'll, you know, they'll get the idea and it'll be a great value piece, right? So I created my first PDF, my first ebook, right? I had no idea what I was doing and I put it all together and I said, I'm going to give them the outline, the blueprint, the roadmap. I'm going to give them everything. And so I did that And now you would say to yourself, well, then why would anybody buy from you? And I thought that myself, I had, I forget who told me that, but way back in the day, they said, you know, even though you give away so much, people are still going to want to buy from you because they want to learn from you directly. And they also want to be able to look over your shoulder and see all of the nuances that go, uh, you know, into different steps, right? You can't give them all the detail in a PDF, but you can give them the roadmap pretty much. So I said, you know what? I got nothing to lose. So let me just do it. It's a goodwill piece. I'll try it. So I sent it out to everyone and uh, and they loved it, like absolutely loved it. But then I started getting questions like, well, when's the, when's the course going to come out? Are you going to come out with something that's going to show me like in detail, like each chunk here? Are you going to like, this is great and all. And yeah, I could go through it, but I want you to actually show me like how to do this stuff and how to set up, you know, this and how to you know whatever right like the, i want it all right and i'm like okay i just gave them everything there and i was thinking about maybe doing a course of some kind but never created a course before so okay i guess i will so i went ahead and uh and i created i think i sat down for like a whole weekend and i you know mind mapped everything out and and kind of like put it all in blocks and then i just started recording myself going through the entire process and i did it in around 3 to 4 days All right. And I I built it into I I forget where I was even hosting this stuff, but I put it all together and um, now I had a a piece of training. So now at this point, I was going to follow the product launch formula uh, and give out like three videos for free and uh, and basically just give them value and also getting them excited about the new training. All right. So what I did was I, I kind of spaced them out, I think three or four days apart, and I would always let them know that there's another video coming and I'm really excited you know, about this. I think I might have even said the date that we were going to um, open the new training. I think I even like set that up in the first or second video just to kind of give them a heads up. Um, and then... I gave out those three videos. And what I really did in those videos is I just pulled different parts of the training out of it so I could then give it to them for free to give them a taste, but then also give them value. You know, So this way here, they could walk away even if they didn't buy with some, with some value. So I'm always trying to lead with value. And so, and again, I had no idea how this thing was going to work. So I went ahead and did all that. And then I gave them a, uh, a date that it was gonna open, a time, I gave them a specific time, it was three o'clock, on a Thursday afternoon, and I'll tell you why I remember that in a minute, and uh, and then from there, they could join, but it was only going to be open for like three days, and the reason was, and this was the truth, is I didn't know how many people were going to be joining, and I didn't know how many people I was going to have to support, because I'd never done any online training, so I'm like, well, if there's 10 people, that's one thing, if there's 50 people, that's a whole other thing, I have no idea, so I'm going to open it, and then close it, and that's kind of what they suggested in this product launch formula type thing, so... I said, okay, I'm gonna open it Thursday, whatever the date was, um, at three o'clock p.m. Eastern time. And uh, if you're in, it'll be open. And uh, and if you're not, that's cool too. I'll still be here, so there's no high pressure, anything like that. So here's the funny part: uh, Thursday afternoons, I didn't realize this is my or was my son's bowling league after school, which I was a part of. So I would go there with the kids. I'd load them up in the minivan, and we'd head over to the bowling alley after school, and they would be bowling. Well, I'm like, well, I've got to be able to switch this page from like the the wait page to where, you know, people are going to be going. And then I got to be able to open up the cart at exactly three o'clock. And I had it set up uh, inside of my hosting that I had two pages. One of them I, I named, you know, one thing and then the other one I named another. And then I just had to basically switch those pages at three o'clock. That's how I was going to do it. There was no special timer or anything like that. This was kind of like, you know, the duct tape version way of doing it. So I'm not going to be there. So I said to my wife, I said, I'm going to have to have you go into our host. I'll show you where it is. And you're just going to have to change the one thing from, you know, live one to live two or whatever. Right. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I'm like, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. So, uh, so she did it and I had no idea, no idea on what was going to happen. So I went ahead and uh, go to Bowling. I'm a, I'm a little nervous, but I'm not really thinking much. I'm thinking, eh you know, we might get a few people, you know, that, that join, I mean, and, oh, and the price was going to be $147. Oh, the other thing I did too, is I added 10 of my CDs. So this was going to be like part physical and part digital again, kind of taking the hybrid approach here because we had 10 CDs that were being sold of these volumes of these digital creations that would go well with the training inside of our, um, of our training. So I said, you know what? I'll just include those two. We'll make it a really nice package. And that's what we did. So we had CDs. I remember too, I had a local company burn the CDs and I had a hundred made just in case. Um, so, uh, I had a hundred, I'm taking a risk here. And, uh, so I said, you know what, we'll see what happens. So anyway, I needed to fill that in. I forgot about that. So we threw that in. So the price was going to be $147 and Also letting them know that in the future, it'll be $197. And the other thing was, is that each one of those uh, CDs technically cost 25 bucks, or let's just say 20 bucks. It was a minimum of 20 bucks. So they were getting 10 of those. That's a $200 value just there. And I'm giving them this new course. So it was a no brainer, right? So 147 bucks, thousand people are going to be getting this email. And I was going to send the email at 12. And then I was going to send another one at three. All right. So I did that. And then, uh, about three Oh two, I get a phone call from my wife and she's like, I'm, I'm like, is everything all right? And she's like, yeah, the page switched over. She goes, this is crazy, crazy. I just, I just opened it and, and there's like $2,000 in our account and in, in PayPal. I'm like, come on, like you're, you're kidding me. Right. And she's like, no. And she, she goes ahead and refreshes the page. She goes, oh my gosh, it's at, it's at like 20, 2,500 now. So now another 500 bucks can't, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And so. In like it was less than fifteen minutes, there was five thousand dollars in the account, and I was just beside myself. I was blown away. Uh, I was I couldn't even focus on bowling. I couldn't even focus on the kids. Um, I was I was uh, you know really just out of my mind, excited but also nervous because we've got people coming in now that you know I got to make sure that are happy. And I had no idea that it would do this. I was thinking to myself, if I sold a thousand dollars worth, I would have been stoked. I would have been out of my mind excited. Well, after the three days, we ended up selling it. I think it was 82 uh, units and it was over $12,000. Okay. Now, let me put this into perspective. Okay. We used to, in fourth quarter, try to do between twelve dollars and $20,000, somewhere in there. And we would generally come closer to 20, but 12 would have been our minimum and we did that in a day. Okay. Now there was work that I did for building the course. There was support done afterwards, all the creations that we have built. Yes. All that took work, but the sales came in, in a day and it was just mind blowing. So from that point forward, I'm like, you know what? This is pretty cool. Like this is something that we definitely got to make part of our business. So after the dust settled and we we got through it and uh, customers were all happy and the refunds were really low, by the way. I think we only had one um, out of that, that whole bunch. And I think it was just because they just thought it wasn't for them once they got it or whatever. And I had a, I had a hundred percent, you know, refund or satisfaction guarantee, whatever, like, but only I think one person out of those refunded. Well, that was awesome. Um, part of that I think too, was cause I shipped them a physical product, which a lot of people don't do anymore. Um, is, is get a physical product with a digital product, which is something that you can still do. Um, so that was that. And then that got my taste of it. So I'm like, can I do that again? Was that just a fluke? Well, around three months go by, Kept building the email list. I think now we might've had 2000 or 2,500 and we did it again and we did it. I think we sold hundred that next time. And that was just insane. I think that was $197. Okay. I think we raised it to that. Then I went and I started to find, um, people that I thought that had an audience that this would fit with their audience. I found this one um, photographer that had a pretty good list and a pretty good rapport with the list, and I did it with him, and he sold 80 himself, okay, from just sending out some emails, and I actually wrote the emails, and then he just said, here's, you know, from my buddy, Scott, who, uh, you know, has this amazing training, and this is what he, uh, he wants you to know about it, so it wasn't like he was pretending he was writing it, it was me writing it to them. No webinars, not no no none of that stuff. Like that wasn't even. that I can't even imagine if I was doing you know this or doing that now with webinars and stuff, you crush it, right? Um, there's Facebook ads. Like I wasn't even running Facebook ads. This was all from YouTube. Okay, and this is going back a, a while ago now. Okay, so everything is going great, right? But now I'm saying to myself, man do I have to keep doing this over and over and over again? It's kind of exhausting in a sense. And I don't want to burn my list. I don't want my list to think that, you know, that's all I'm going to do is these launch things. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to keep doing that. And it's like you get an influx of money and then it's kind of like the photography business. And then you got to make sure that it lasts you because, you know, it's a rush and then it's gone. And then you got to have another rush and then it's gone. I'm like, there's got to be a better way. And I would rather just, you know, give more training or more digital creations on a regular basis. So this way here I can have a nice steady line of income and then also do maybe a launch every now and then that would be fine. And then that's where we started to uh, have our own membership site, which offered digital creations monthly. Okay, and currently we're still doing that, by the way, and uh, we still have paid members. And I've really um, kind of done very little with that in the past three years since starting The Amazing Seller, Um, to be honest with you, and all the other stuff that I'm involved in, the Amazon businesses, the brand, um, the new branding, like all that stuff. um, It's kind of taken a backseat and it's still doing okay Um, because I created that asset that's kind of like running itself in a sense. We have to maintain it. But it's not my main focus by any means. But for about six years, it was okay, and uh, and it it did pretty well between you know our membership, uh, you know site, and also our uh, you know, our digital products and our CDs and all that stuff. You know we were a six-figure brand with that. Okay, with just doing that, that's not counting our photography business, which, by the way, we had to start scaling that back because we couldn't do that in the digital side of things. So we started scaling that back and then eventually we only took clients that we wanted to uh, to take pictures for, you know, because we'd had a relationship with them and some of them, we still did them, even though we didn't want to get paid um, because my wife just still wanted to do it. Um, But my point is this in telling you all of this. Is like, I never would have been led down that path if I hadn't started with this photography business, number one, but then also thinking outside the box a little bit. What are my skill sets that I can add to our business or go online? and add to you know to help people or to to maybe just help people in that one part of their business. And for us it was people buying some of our digital templates so they can then sell them to their customers, right? Because we would have like a Christmas card that we would custom create for our customers and then we would then sell it for the next year for, for people that were, uh, you know, their own businesses, and then they can offer it to their customers. So they're buying a template for 25 bucks, but they can keep selling it over and over and over again. So it's a win-win for everyone. Right. But again, the reason why I wanted to share that with you is because that story changed my life, right? That right there changed everything for me, for my family And again, I can't tell you in five years from now, I could be telling you a whole nother story. Well, I kind of can with, you know, the amazing seller started that with very, very similar, right? Concept. I was doing something in my own business. It was kind of working. I'm like, you know what? Let me go ahead and share this because I've done that before. Let me build up an email list. Let me give value. Like, let me have people get to know, like, and trust me and let them know that I'm not just about making money, that I'm actually here about building a lifestyle. And then from there, I know that money will follow somewhere. Didn't know where, but I said, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and give it a go because it feels right. And The Amazing Seller wasn't started to necessarily replace my current income. It was there to do something that I wanted to do, almost like a passion project, but also help me stay accountable to my Amazon business, and then also keep me in the trenches. And then it just kind of, turned and and pivoted into this this thing now, right? That is the amazing seller. And for the past three years, that's all I've been talking about really. Actually for about the past two, because I've really been starting to talk a lot more about building a brand because I think that is the most important thing. When my wife and I owned our photography business, we were a brand. We were a brand in our in our local area. Okay. We were known as like the family photography studio that you wanted to go to get really nice pictures, a really great experience, all right, and walk out of there happy, like, that's what people would say about myself and, and Lisa, not to brag, but that's what they would do, their kids would want to come visit us, so, I mean, anyone that has kids, and you know, sometimes it's it's a chore to get them to take pictures, or to smile, or any of that stuff, we we would get 98% of our customers, their kids that said that they wouldn't smile, they wouldn't look natural. We'd get them. And that was part of the experience. And the same thing goes with our digital photography business. It started with giving value, helping people through that journey that we had already been on, and then also sharing some of the resources and, and things and assets that we're creating in our business with those people. And then getting people, you know, really adopting the same mindset that we were in at the time, and then also relatable, like we had a lot of people that were husband-wife team, or just someone that was our same age that was like, oh, I would love to do this even part-time. And the same thing has happened with The Amazing Seller right? I've got a lot of people listening that are a lot like me and, you know, are family people and want to, you know, have a lifestyle where they can, you know, spend more time with their with their family or travel or, uh, you know, just enjoy life. Like that's the people that I'm attracting and that's the people I want to attract because to me, that is everything. Now, it doesn't mean that it's for everyone, right? But by me sharing this stuff, I want you guys to see that it's not all about What you are doing right now, you have to stay with forever. You don't, but you are learning so much going through this process. And I hope that me sharing, you know, this six figure digital products business that myself and my wife created on the back of our photography business, you know, that business led us to that. If I wasn't in the photography business, I never would have been led into that. And again, that's exactly what we talk about in product discovery bootcamp. It's the exact same thing right? I would love it if you are involved in something right now, maybe it's your own business, or maybe it is a hobby that all you do is talk about that thing. I would love for you to be able to find a way to go into that market, sell products to that market, but also add value to that market. I would love if that was a situation for you. But if it's not, then you take it one step, I guess, backwards. Let's go back a little bit. Let's let's say that that's not the case. Well, then at least find a market that you know that there could be value added and that you can go in there and find products, especially if you can do digital and physical. But if you can only do physical, that's fine. I still think that there's always a place for a digital product in there. Um, and there's digital aspects of the business that you might not even be aware of uh, I mean even to do a product demo on a Facebook live and then turn it into a Facebook ad is digital right that's like that's like a digital mini product in a sense because you're educating and it's going to drive them back to your product so all of this stuff that we're learning and and that we're going through right now is is helping us in the things that we're going to be doing in the future and again I just Wanted to share this with you because I thought it would be useful for you guys to see exactly what we've done and how we took a list of just a 1,000 people in the beginning and offered them something that they said they wanted, and then 8% of those people said yes on the very first ask, and we were able to do over $12,000 in three days, That and that changed my life. Not the $12,000. That was awesome, but that moment changed my life. And I'll never forget that. I mean, I'll never forget selling the first product on eBay. That That's really what opened my eyes. But then from there, selling the projectors and then the bridges, you guys heard probably the bridges story, like all of that stuff. And then saying there's got to be an easier way to get products to a customer. Oh, wait a minute. What's this Amazon FBA thing? Boom, there it is. Okay, let's look into this. I did it, started getting some results and then said, you know what, maybe I should share this and then started a podcast. And then did 50 episodes before I even had any way for anyone to send me any money. And uh, that episode was actually, the first one I think was uh, Jungle Scout, when I started talking about me using Jungle Scout for the first time. Um, So... Uh, And that was actually episode 56, I think. I think it was uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash 56. Um, Check that out. I'm not sure that I would go by everything in that episode because things have changed. um, But pretty much the product selection is probably close. Um, But if you just wanted to to go back and look at the archives um, and to see that that was pretty probably the first ask. Um, and it wasn't really an ask. It was like, Hey, if you want to go check it out and buy me a cup of coffee, go, um, and check it out. And I had a bunch of people that did right. But I did 50 episodes without ever, you know, making a dime on the amazing seller. And I, I did a lot of content free for the photography space before I made a dime there either. Um, you know, so I think if you can go into a market with some expertise or a passion that you just love to talk about and share, and then not really go after the money in the beginning, but know that there are products and services that are being, you know, uh, purchased in in that market, then I think then you should go for that. I, I really do. And the other thing I want to leave you with is like, well, there's a couple things I want to leave you with, but the one that I want to leave you with is that when you are when you are thinking to yourself, like, I want to go out there and find a product and I want to make money, you're chasing the money. If you want to do that, just go find some VHS, some beta machines, uh, find some stuff that's laying around your house, sell it. Go ahead. You'll make money in like three days. Just go find some old stuff laying around, stuff you're not using still works or still is as useful as someone else and sell it on eBay. Go do that and and come back here after that because After that, you want to start thinking about a market that you could go into and start to find products that serve that market. Once you figure out the market, everything else becomes so much easier, so much easier, because then you're not you're not thinking yourself, oh, wow, there's a hot product over here. Oh, wait a minute. There's another hot product over here. Oh, wait, there's another hot product over here. It's kind of like a squirrel chasing a nut, right? You're always looking for that hot product. Instead, wouldn't it be easier to find the market and then say, what products is the market buying? They're buying this, 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 and this. Okay, put them in my bucket of possible products. We'll go ahead. We'll run them through our criteria and our checklists, and then we'll start to launch products to that market. And that's all we're going to do is ask ourselves, does this product go with our market, with our brand? And if the answer is yes, then boom, you go right? It's so much easier once you get to that place. The other cool thing is then you can start thinking, what content can I create for this market and my brand? How can I create more assets in my brand assets, not even meaning just product. Maybe it's a, like I said, a Facebook live video that gets a lot of engagement and educates people on how to use your product. And then people want to naturally go buy your product. You can run Facebook ads to that and turn that into a, an evergreen sales pitch in a sense, but it's a free piece of content. Right. So there's so much that you can do once you establish the market, but then also your brand. All right. And again, I'm going to give another shameless plug here. Product Discovery Bootcamp, guys. I mean, if you guys are stuck here or if you're in your current brand and you're not sure if you're going to be able to go wide enough with it, definitely check out Product Discovery Bootcamp. I'll give you that link again. TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash bootcamp. All right. TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash bootcamp. And the reason why that is so important is because you will see exactly how you go out there and find a market and it will give you different scenarios for you personally. And it will probably give you ideas that you weren't even aware of or start getting you to think differently because you could be sitting on something right now that you could wake up and be excited about and know that you're building a brand and not just a one-off product. All right. So I think it's really important that you know that, um, now before I do wrap this up, I did want to give you the five-step secret formula. Uh, I always love using the secret formula because everyone does, and it's kind of funny to me. So I'm kind of making fun of it, but the five-step secret formula, here we go. You guys ready? Number one, find a market that buys products. Duh, right? Physical and digital if you can. All right. Number two, Deliver free content to build trust and goodwill within that market. Number three, build an email list and engage with them, okay? And if you want to, you can also engage on social media. That'd be great too, but definitely through your email list, okay? But you have to, you have to care about them. Do not just do this to chase the money. That will get old, okay? And you'll start to lose, you know, the momentum um, because you don't have the, the caring aspect of it, you want to give them that experience through your brand, all right? Number four, survey them and ask what they want and need. This is exactly what I did in the digital products business that I just shared with you in the photography space. Built the list, gave value, got, got them to know, like, and trust me. I got that trust and the goodwill going, right? I cared about them. I still do care about them. Um, and then I asked them, like, what, what else do you need? And actually, in that first YouTube video, I, I mentioned to you guys about the questions. That's what I was asking them to just in there. So that's kind of like a survey in itself. What's the one thing you're sticking, or what's the one thing you're stuck on right now trying to start your own photography business? This, 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 and this. And then I help them with that, right? So that's number four. Number five, create and deliver more of what they need. Okay. It's not that complicated. It really isn't. Okay. But you have to go out there and you have to understand these concepts and these principles. All right. And like I said before, it's so much easier now than ever to build a full out brand online with social media. It allows you to find and communicate with your market. We've got Facebook pages, Facebook groups. we got YouTube. We got Instagram. We got all kinds of stuff and more stuff coming probably. Right? So definitely, definitely utilize that stuff when you decide to find the market, but then also build that brand. All right. Now, last little bit of advice here. Okay if you can find something that you are interested in and you're good at or passionate about, that's where I would start, okay? I know I mentioned a little bit earlier, but I'm gonna kind of call it out again right here, okay? If you can find something that you are interested in or good at or passionate about, start there. Because finding products becomes so, so much easier and more of your focus is going to go on building out the brand. Think about it, if all you're thinking about is focusing on what is it that I can put into the business to help expand the business or to grow the business and go wider with my products, whether it's adding a digital product, adding a new ebook, adding a a new YouTube video, adding a Facebook live and turning that into an ad, like all of these things that will drive the brand, right? And as you do that, and as you start to build this out, it also becomes more valuable. So if you ever wanted to sell the brand, it's it's just that much more valuable. I cannot stress that enough. And the last thing, again, I'm going to remind you, if you are stuck, definitely check out Product Discovery Bootcamp. It's there for you guys to go through. It will take you through the entire process. And when you are done with that training, you will have a clear vision of the market that you are going to go into. You will have three to five products that you can sell to that market. And then from there, you can move forward. All right, so theamazingseller.com forward slash bootcamp. All right, guys, the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 507. I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope you got value from this. I hope that you can see now that everything that you do today will help you in the future. All right, guys, so that's it. That's gonna wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you